Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk joining you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice. I don't know what made me laugh there. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice. I saw our good friend Justin Strawn, who you will soon know is usually the first rumbler every day. Uh, was here in town. He made a trip over to Strange Brew. We appreciate that, Justin. If you're going to be in Starkville this weekend, 2 o'clock first pitch, get that, that, that mid-afternoon boost before you head over to Duty Noble for some uh, NCAA baseball. And, of course, afterwards, treat yourself to a victory Sunday. Victories, holy crap. We've been doing victory Sundays on this show forever, right? State wins on the for weekend. Football. Yeah, or, or basketball. If state wins, we do a victory I gotta get a victory Sunday made. Ah, oh. for for Churn and Spoon, million dollar million idea. dollar idea. That's that million dollar idea you guys are talking about. I'm gonna have to. I'm a, that's one I may actually talk to Shane about. Like, hey, on Sundays if State wins, why don't we have victory Sundays? Yeah, and you, that's a that is a fantastic idea, and I will never go away from an idea that involves good ice, ice cream. cream. Yes, we're gonna make that happen for you over at Churn and Spoon. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, College Corner. All right, I've, I've just I've, I've screwed around too long on this. Here's what we're gonna do. Let me let me tw- I'm gonna tweet it as we're recording, Robbie. I'm gonna do the tweet right now. Uh, let's see here. We'll just do the same things we did last time. Give a gift card giveaway, fifty dollar gift card. You got to follow me. You got to follow Robbie, and you got to follow College Corner Store on Twitter. And you have to be able to come and get the uh, the. Uh, card from me on Saturday. No shipping on this one. So if you you got to be coming to Starkville. So don't enter this contest unless you're headed to Starkville for the regional. Those that's what that's going to be the, uh, the 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 parameters and you'll get a $50 gift card to College Corner. I'll pick the winner on Saturday morning. So you'll have that morning we'll, we, I'll DM you. We'll figure out a time to meet and and uh, you have to bring us cooked meats. You know, you don't have to bring us cooked meats. I'm just throwing that out there to see if it sticks. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. I like where your head's at. We we already put that into into the into the world when we said that if you want to be our friends, you need to start bringing us food into the press box, and it seems to have caught on. So I, I'm just I'm just trying to throw that out there now that I have a mic in front of my face. Yes, and it, very fair, very fair. This is one of our last two opportunities, you know, this weekend and I think next weekend as well to get some free meat. We'll take it. We'll take it. But, but to win this giveaway, free meat not required, but suggested. How about that? I'm good with that, too. All right. Uh, and, of course, Father's Day, guys, coming up. <laughs> don't forget to shop at College Corner. Humble Taco, Starkville's newest and best Mexican restaurant. Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. A lot of twisted stuff on that menu. Twisted in a great way, though. <clears throat> in the best way. Some of your, I mean, you think about fried chicken. Love fried chicken. It's a southern classic. How about in a taco? Yes. Absolutely. You like a bacon cheeseburger? Who doesn't like a bacon cheeseburger? How about in a taco? Take it. So, head over to Humble Taco. Enjoy yourself this weekend. The patio is going to be great for the great weather. Have an ice cold beer. Have a, have a glass of wine. Have one of those margaritas that are on tap. And enjoy yourself at Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant. That is Humble Taco. Robbie Falk, let's jump into the rumblings. I know you are excited. I, I was just talking to you about this before the show started. 
it was so intimidating to see the the questions coming in. Like just, it, I mean, them? the the mentions are flowing like a slot machine, and I'm just sweating just thinking about it. But I'm excited. Let's do it, man. I, I've never done this before uh, to this extent. You know, my show that uh, I used to have on that other network back in the day. I used to have you can a little, say Bulldog Sports Radio. Okay, I used to have a little, a little mailbag session. It was maybe like ten questions. This is a little different. So let's go. No doubt, no doubt. All right, let's jump right into them. And a lot of these questions are specifically directed at you. Well, like, people are trying to get to know me a little bit. They're trying bit. to get they, to know you, exactly. they got to fill me out. I'll, I'll jump in on some of them, like this first one for sure. <clears throat> but I will, uh, I will. most of them, a lot, a lot of them say for Robbie. So here we go. But my cousin six-pack speak, Stephen I. Gostinelli. <laughs> the historic first Robbie Falk question. Top five hamburgers. And he stole that for me the other day because yes. I mentioned it, but yes. I didn't. I, I wasn't actually – I didn't need anybody to ask me that question. Right. But, um, okay, so we need to preface this about what where are these hamburgers located. Are we doing Starkville or are we doing anywhere? Because anywhere. I, I don't – I mean – Anywhere. What are the, the top five you've ever had? I think I'm just going to stick with Starkville. Okay. Um, okay, so number one on my list – I don't know. This might surprise you a little bit. Go ahead. Go ahead. Kingscraft Butcher. Great burger. The patty that, melt? Well, I was just going to go with the hamburger. Okay, yeah. Um, great cut of meat. I'm, I'm, I, I, huge I hamburger. I place, yeah. I wish um, I hadn't gone out of business. Great bun. The bun makes it for me, too, sometimes. you got to have a good, oh, a absolutely, good bun. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and, of course, you know, the, 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 meat, the meat can make it, too, and I feel like they have a really good cut of meat there. Um, so that's my number one, to be quite honest with you. Let's see. I really like Bulldog Burger. Uh, I think that that that's up there. Um, you know, Welcome Home Beef's burger at their trailer mm-hmm. is, was, was just phenomenal. I think they're I think they go with the double patties. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't go with the thick burger, and it's maybe wagyu or something like that. The wagyu beef, yeah. <clears throat> so that's really good. Um, gosh, put me on the spot here. I like Five Guys. Is that controversial? No. Five Guys is a fantastic burger. Uh, obviously, that's not in Starkville, but um, you know that's a burger that I always like. I like the Mugshots burger. Um, gosh, can I even come up with five? I feel I feel like that's a little pathetic, but it's like I don't really do. I don't. I, I'm not a big uh, burger connoisseur. Now, I can give you some. I can give you some good burgers at some some concession stands because that's my Friday night meal on in high school football uh, Fridays. So. Um, you know, I've had some really good uh, hamburgers out there. Starkville Academy makes a good burger. But um, as far as restaurants are concerned, um, I might not be able to get to five, but my number one is King's Craft. I, that's just my favorite hamburger. That was a good I place. I, took, I hope they, they, they – I saw where they – you know, they're out of business – or not out of business. They closed. But they're talking about they're coming back. And, you so know, they closed again? Because they clo- didn't they close during the pandemic? And then they're, they're closed for good now. Well, that stinks. But I think there's they, they said something on Facebook about they're going to be doing something else. So hope those guys get back in because that was a really good restaurant. I enjoyed eating there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see here. Number uh, two question comes to us from Tara. In the most elaborate way possible, Robbie, explain how excited you are for your first rumblings. So use a lot of big words. Give, give me a good old-fashioned Greg Sankey word salad. I, I am just – I don't even know how to describe it. This, it's – to me, it is a similar feeling to walking into the Superdome for the first time and seeing WrestleMania. Oh, wow. When I walked into 
the Superdome in 2013 or 14, whenever that was. Mm -hmm. And I saw the stage in the Superdome for WrestleMania, which was my first WWE event ever. That's the kind of feeling that I get. It is exuberance uh, to the nth degree. I, I'm I'm really excited about this. Right. This has been something I've been looking forward to since I found out I was going to be on the show. All right. I, I'm a little nervous, but at the same time, I'm excited. All right. Another question from Tara. How far do you think the Bulldogs go this postseason? As far as um, the guys that have kind of been slumping a little bit can take them. I, I think you're going to get the same thing from Tanner Allen every single ball game. Uh, I think Rowdy Jordan is what he is right now. He's kind of in his groove uh, to the point where you're not going to see him have very many bad at-bats. He's not going to make many mistakes. They're going to go as far as their defense goes and as their pitching staff goes. If their pitching staff can come out and give them uh, – if their starters can come out and give them four or five really good innings and their bullpen is not getting blown up, then – I think that this this crew can go to Omaha, and I think that when you get to Omaha, it's kind of just uh, a crapshoot from there for a lot of teams. And um, I think Mississippi State has as good a chance as anybody when they get there. But they've got to play better defense. They've got to get some more production out of guys like Cam James, and they've got to pitch it better. They get all that, and they're good to go. All right. Peyton Neely says he's asked all these questions before, but you're new. What? Is, how do you like your steak? And if you had a last meal. What would it be? I've been waiting to give my last meal. Um, oh wow, man, so, on, on target today. Yeah. So um, my my steak, I can go to medium. Medium rare is ideal. Um, I'm not a rare guy. A lot of people like to 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 eat steak with the blood coming out. I'm not. I don't go that far. But um, I will eat. I will eat a medium mm-hmm. down to medium rare. Okay. Me, medium rare is ideal. Okay. Uh, and my last meal would be, I've, I've told you this before, the catfish perdu from oh, the yeah. chimes. You're not going to get me to go against the chimes. Give me four pieces of fried catfish fillets mm-hmm. topped with crawfish etouffee yes. and bread. That's all man needs. That's all you need to meet. To meet I will the eat. I will eat that until I'm about to explode, and at that point, it's not going to matter because yep. I'm, I'm about to die. Just, just roll me over to the chair, yeah. baby. I will eat that until I cannot put a, a fork in my mouth anymore. That meal is the best meal I've ever had. We need, we need to get back down to Baton Rouge for sure. Yes, we do. Uh, my good friend Ryan Nelson wants to know the most, one of the most important questions there is: Team biscuit or Team cornbread? Biscuit. That's right. Yes. I don't hate cornbread, but it's got to be a certain kind of cornbread. Yeah. It's got to be buttered up really good. You can't be that that really dry no, cornbread. No. I, I really like what uh, Ty Tim's does at Restaurant Tyler. Yeah. The, the the sweet potato, sweet potato cornbread, yeah. uh, which is kind of like a like a cornbread roll. Uh, it's really good, but uh, you know it, you can get really really dry and bad cornbread. You can biscuits. You can. Biscuits are the way to go. I agree. You know you're a big music guy. Do you have a concert bucket list? Give me a couple of people you want to see before it's all over. Um, well, my number one would have been if if everyone would still be alive was Queen. Mm-hmm. But uh, Metallica mm-hmm. uh, is up there. Um, 
Gosh. ACDC. Yeah. I, I'm th- I'm thinking big, big rock extravagant bands. Yeah. rock bands when I'm thinking about you know, bucket lists. So, you know, those two would be at the very top. Mm-hmm. Um, Van Halen. Yeah, but went, that's... I mean... We we can go back we can go back yeah. in time and say you know who who, who would, would you have wanted to see? see but you know Foo Fighters Foo Fighters most definitely is on top of that list yeah um, so yeah the that's that's a good way to start I think right there you yeah. know I've seen Celine Dion twice <laughs> I mean and, and I know pe- do. people are going to make fun you of saw me for her that. in Vegas though I so. went to Las Vegas because I I it's made a, I made a compromise with my wife if we go to WrestleMania. I will take you to see Celine Dion because she loves Celine Dion. That's a Dion. fair compromise, and you got to go. And to And I Vegas. got to go to Las Vegas, but yeah. I also and I also went to Nashville to Which see her because she was making, But that was after my second WrestleMania trip. See, again, so, these are fine. That's a f- totally listen, acceptable as, compromise. And as someone that that really loves music and that appreciates all kinds of music, mm-hmm. I appreciate anybody that is talented. Yeah, if she's you, definitely that. If you're talented, I don't care if you're if you're rapping, if you're singing classical, I respect that, mm-hmm. and. She is incredible. Like I, I'm, I, I will say that as a completely unbiased observant, she is incredible. She is uh, an in- incredibly talented singer, and that was a great. She put on a great concert, by the way. There she did go. "Purple Rain" by Prince. I mean, she oh, went wow. to. She did some good uh, covers. There which is go. good. Tyler Hydrick wants to know among you and I who is more knowledgeable in the the business we call professional wrestling. There's no questions, Brian. Really? I yes. thought I might say you. Okay. No, 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 no. Um, I think you know. I I know a lot about wrestling and a lot about the past, but I would put you, I would put you above Brandon Walker. Oh, I don't know about that. Brand, I watch as, I as watch far as dozen. past as far as past. Well, I, mean, wrestling. I, I watch those stuff, and he he answers questions a lot that I don't know. So he, I would put him. I would a, put him as far as as far as full knowledge of the business from from you know the nineteen eighties to today. He has but a I, detailed I, knowledge of pay per views. Like they'll ask, like yes. who won the main event at this one-off pay-per-view in two thousand two, and I don't, I don't know it, but he does. That's a good point. That's a good point that you make. Like he, he rattles off like SummerSlam. He remembers the matches and stuff. and stuff like that. So yeah, that's a good point. I, I, I'll give him the edge, and then you're number yeah. two. All right, I'll take number two among the, among the group that we have. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, he wants. We, we're going to do a start bench cut. You got three choices here. Okay. First base: Rooker, Clark, or Tanner Allen. Is that who is Clark? Will Clark? Real okay. Brent Rooker, Will Clark, and Tanner Allen. Oh my god! Well, I mean, you got to bench Tanner Allen, yeah, because Will Clark was the Golden, Golden Spikes. Spikes winner, and then Brent Rooker was a Triple Crown winner. Yeah. Um, so we're cutting Tanner Allen. Okay, so start bench. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going Will Clark. Yeah, you got it because he was a great first baseman. Yeah. On top of being a great hitter, the other two guys aren't necessarily they were they played first base, but I wouldn't say they were first basemen. Yeah, Brent Rooker was an outfielder until is. 2017. He's an outfielder right yeah. now. Yeah. So I'm benching Brent Rooker and cutting Tanner Allen, which is unbelievable. Well, that's that's um, got to be. Do we have to put him at first base? He's not a first base. Well, they want to know for first base. Okay. So the next one we have is center field. Okay. Mangum, Rowdy, and Robson. Uh, I'm cutting Rowdy. Yeah. Um, oh, God. I'm definitely starting Mangum. Well, Robson's so good, he's too. Good, I mean, I... Guys, I, yes, he's the all-time hit leader, though. We are emotionally tied to Jake. Yes. Yeah. So, I feel like we have to start Jake because he has that... It, he has that it factor, too. So, yeah. you got to start him and bench Robson, but Robson's so good, too. Oh, I mean, yeah. he's batting, he's batting I think, 429 right now on the minors he's, or something he's, like he's that. He's hitting so. well, yeah. 
Yeah, last, that, that, that's last one feels like the easiest one for catcher. Josh Lovelady, Dustin Skelton, and Logan Tanner. I'm starting Logan Tanner yeah. because he has all the tools behind the dish. Yeah. Um, gosh, I I, I know, love Lovelady, but Lovelady Lovelady just his his batting average wouldn't have been good enough, I don't think, to to justify putting him over Skelton. And Skelton's wasn't great either, but he would hit. You know, he'd hit he hit eight or nine last year too. So. Yeah, he had he had eight or nine home runs or something. Yeah. And you know, he could hit for power. Yeah. But Lovelady, Mississippi State does not win that Hattiesburg regional win. No, they Josh don't. Lovelady. All right. Uh Carson Young wants to know, is there another state with comparable population and resources that has three good programs in any sport as MSU, Ole Miss, and and USM are in baseball? I'd I mean, like to see. I mean, I, I mean, in football, it's so different. But you do have Alabama, Auburn, and and UAB is a good program. I mean, you would have to just say that Alabama, Alabama, and Auburn together mm-hmm. is greater, and UAB is good enough. That's greater than Mississippi State, Ole Miss, yeah. and USM. But the thing is, comparable population and resources. Alabama football has a lot more resources. Yeah. So are you than MSU baseball? Though. Are we talking state resources, yeah, or so are we talking? Athletic department research. We're having to make a lot of apples to oranges comparisons. Here. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I will say, per capita in a in a state, it's hard to find a place with three Division One programs in college baseball this successful. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you're talking about a state that's producing as many regional hosts as Texas, correct? Yeah. And that's one of the biggest states in the country. So. And Florida as well. So I, I think it's one of the most successful states in the entire country mm-hmm. as it is, as it stands. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have two top 16 hosts in a state this size and, a, and another one that was right on the verge. So yeah. it's just amazing what the state of Mississippi is doing in baseball. I agree. All right, Hunter Manis wants to know, what's the hardest song you've had to learn, you have learned on the guitar? Uh, You know, I'm not a great lead guitar guy, like a, like electric guitar so you know, most of the things that I that I do learn on guitar are not that hard because I do a lot of acoustic stuff. But um, one of the hardest songs that I learned, and I'm still not great at it, is "Wholehearted" by Extreme. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's a 12 string song, uh-huh. and I've I've been trying to learn it because it's a really cool song. Yeah. Uh, and they've got some really good acoustic stuff. Yeah, they do. That's probably one of the hardest songs I've I've had to try to learn. But right. I'm sure there'll be somebody out there like, well, actually, that's not very hard. But well, I, it thanks, is for me. Thanks for letting us know, Jimmy Page. We appreciate that. <laughs> uh, who got in or didn't get into the tournament that surprised you? Uh, Alabama. Of, Alabama getting in surprised. Yeah, yeah, I thought they had done enough in Hoover, winning a couple games there. Yeah. Um, you know, I. Everybody was kind of mad about Pitt. Their resume wasn't great. They went they went three and fifteen in their last eighteen. Games. Yeah, everybody was upset about that. So uh, I didn't. You know, there wasn't a ton of teams where I was just like, or there wasn't a team or two that I was just like, I can't believe they didn't get in. Mm-hmm. I, I was more surprised about Texas Tech getting the host over Notre Dame. Yeah, because I just thought that the that the committee would say, well, they won the ACC. Yeah, so they're going to be the host. So I was surprised more about that. I was a little surprised about Alabama. But I thought that they had a shot. I think we said on the first show that we did that Bama wasn't going to get in. So that would probably be my biggest surprise was them getting in. Um, and then, you know, getting in Ruston, too, and then mm-hmm. shipping LSU, which 
which I like because you're not rewarding LSU. Right. They didn't have a good season, so you yeah, don't you get to go. State. Yeah. yeah, you don't get to go close to home and right. bring, you know, five thousand fans to La right. Tech's Park. Right. The sorcerer wants to know. If you had to spend 24 hours in one of these horror movies where you had to experience everything but death, what would it be? The Amityville Horror, Dawn of the Dead, or Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Good God. I'm not um, going to do the Amityville Horror because that's the uh, devil. I'm not dealing with, with Satan. All right, I'll deal with crazy Leatherface guy. I'll deal with zombies because I'm not going to die. I guess, but I'm not dealing with, with the actual devil. Yeah, that's true. This is kind of a possessed house. And it, yeah. The thing about Amityville is it drove the people inside crazy. Mm-hmm. It actually drove the the owner, the, the male of the house, insane to the point where he thought he was supposed to kill his entire family. Right. So I don't know if that that I don't want to do. I don't right. want to kill my family. Right. So oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that you would die. So we need to eliminate Amityville horror because yeah. it, it drives you to kill people and then try to kill yourself. Yeah. So I'm going to go Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think I can do that too because you can, if you're not going to die, yeah. then I mean, I guess what, I guess what he's going to do is he's going to chase suck, you but. or like, in one of the, in one of the movies they, he, they like, he like cut off their legs or something. Uh, you know that wouldn't be fun either. I I don't like this question. It's not at a great all, question, no. but I guess that's that's where we're gonna have to go. All right, Brian McDuff, another good friend of mine, wants to know: Do you have a bad food take? He was asking about this. What is what's a food a food maybe you like to combine that you think everybody else would think is gross, or is there something like I like this and I know nobody else does? I don't think I've had a controversial uh, food take f- just based on talking to people in the past. Mm-hmm. Like I there's. There's not that many people that are like, are you serious? Like, do you really? I, I think in your case, my food take that you wouldn't like is pickles are great. I don't like pickles at all. Uh, so I, I guess that would be my controversial. I love pickles. Mm. I ate one yesterday. Not good. They're really good. I disagree. Grant Lyons wants you to pick between Dennis Quaid and Randy Quaid. I have a soft spot for both of them. Yeah, but but one's uh, not a. Uh, crazy old man now yeah <laughs> with uh merlin's beard yeah um I, I would probably go to dennis quaid because he has a overall better uh resume okay yeah, i agree with that um he's been you know he's he's had he's had he's Bigger had a longer run yeah he's had a longer run too and you know i would probably go with him but i have that soft spot for for uncle eddie <laughs> so it's hard not to Randy Quaid has been in like funnier movies, obviously, but like I can't see Randy Quaid as like very when he plays like a serious actor. I never buy it. Like when he's the uh, the 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 team owner on Days of Thunder, like yeah. I don't buy it. I'm like, what's the joke? Yeah, no, I need you to be Uncle Eddie. Yeah, like I I don't want him to be anything other than Uncle Eddie. Right. The American Dream has a question, and normally when the American Dream asks a question, I use my American Dream impression. Is that okay with you? Yes. All right then. Absolutely. The American Dream wants to know who's going to be the white mate meat baby face daddy that takes the AEW title off of Kenny Omega. That that scoundrel Kenny Omega with that 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 dirty yellow dog Don Callis, <laughs> if you will. Cody Rhodes. How he got the because he because he pretty much runs the thing. But he had the remember he had the thing with Jericho that said I I'll never go for the title again. That when I mean I know that it's ever, wrestling. When has that ever been a thing? Yeah, I know. 
I know. I know. I mean, we've had so many people that like this is the my retirement match and all that. He's going to go for the title eventually. We'll see. I don't. I don't see any white meat baby faces in that company that like other than Johnny oh, Johnny Hungy, Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara as a baby face really works. He could. I be think that, he could be that guy. Now, now that I think about that, because I think they're priming him to go on a singles run. Yeah, and he's going to be. I like that. He's going. He's going to be to the moon. I think he's got everything. I think he's got everything to be, All right. you know, top like, line like white that. meat baby face. I like that. He's starting to come out of a shell. Yeah. And, and I'm going to give Chris Jericho credit for that. Or will it be Daniel Bryan? That would be awesome. If he I would in. love to see Daniel Bryan, you know, as himself. See, the last couple of guys AEW has brought in have been, like, they brought in Big Show, Paul White, and they bring in, now they've got Mark Henry coming in. And it's like, really? Did you not see that? No. He's going to be their announcer for the uh, Friday TBS show. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't want him. But more they're announcers. bringing him in as announcers, like, and I get that because I don't want to see Mark Henry and Paul White wrestle anymore. Yeah, that's true. But they need to bring it. They need a. They need a splash signing. Either him or Samoa Joe, or yeah, you know, or could CM Punk possibly come back? I don't. Oh. I know that would make you happy. I love CM Punk. All right, here it is. K- Caleb Hamill wants to know how did God lead you to where life is, you, you are today? Ooh, um, I don't know how deep you want to get? You take your time. Well, I don't want to take too much time on it, but um, are we talking like my like? Job, I guess, man. Just however, however you got here. Uh, well, as far as um my work, I grew up in Louisville. My dad was a preacher, and I, my dad's always been kind of like my role model. So I wanted to be like as my he dad. Should be your dad is awesome. Yeah, so I wanted to be a preacher as a little kid, and then I was like, no, I don't want to do this. So the next thing my dad did was play-by-play for Winston Academy football and television, and I followed him all around the state of Mississippi. They won four straight state championships, and I just fell in love with broadcasting. So when I was in high school, I did some broadcasting with him, and that's kind of what I wanted to be. I wanted to be the next Jack Crystal or Jim Ellis. Uh, So came to Mississippi State and was going to try to do something like that, and I got involved in media relations, interned with them, and um, long story short, by my senior year, a job opened up with uh, Rivals to be the beat writer because uh, Logan was uh, getting out of his contract. So uh, I applied for that job and got it while I was finishing school, and I, I didn't really know if I was going to stick in that, but it did stick, and it kind of just uh, happened organically. I became good friends with Paul Jones. He brought me on to 247. Simultaneously, I was also on with Startville Daily News. And um, I've just continued down that path. And I've I've been with both of those uh, publications for five, six years. And there you go. So, uh, and everything else that's happened is just because I'm in the media and it just happens to... Happens that way. Yeah. All right. Tucker Medlin wants to know, and this did you listen to any of that? Listened to all of it. No, you were playing your game. I was listening to you. Jeez. I knew you were going to be talking for a while. So, but I I, well, I tried to make it fast. I know. I don't know how to tell you this. I, I, you know, I can do two things at once. You don't listen to me. You never listen to me. You sound like my wife. Uh, Tucker Medlin, this is sort of the big question that, that was going around the internet yesterday. A lot of, lot of hurt feelings. A lot of crying. How much, if any, impact did John Cohen being on the selection committee have to do with the Ole Miss and the MSU regionals? Let's start with the Ole Miss regional. The idea that John Cohen was like, how can I make uh, Ole Miss have the toughest regional that they possibly can? 
and that the rest of the committee would just go along with it is asinine. It's unbelievable. Do we have a list of the um, committee? I'm sure we could get one, but no, I don't have it. But uh, I would it doesn't love really to see. matter. John Cohen is one guy on this committee. He's not the most powerful guy. They act like he went in there with a couple of shotguns and was like, I'm going to kill everybody in this room if we don't get what I say. Yeah, it's, it's insane. I mean, And also, do you think there's like two people on the committee? Yeah. John Cohen is one of a few people or several people on this committee. He's not making the decisions for the committee. But the fact that the Mississippi State Athletic Director is there, you'd think that he's just going to screw everybody and give Mississippi State the easiest run. That's not the case. Here is a bulletin for everyone out there. If you are a national seed, you're going to have a better regional than someone that is not a national seed. Right. Yeah, this is what I said on the air yesterday. I said, if you want to argue that state's regional is easier than Arkansas's or Texas's or something like that, I'll have that argument with you. But saying that the seven seed has an easier regional than the 12 seed, well, no crap. Yeah, I just don't understand that. And also... Ladies and gentlemen, the SEC tournament doesn't determine where you land in the postseason. It is a portion of your resume. It doesn't mean that just because you had a good run in the SEC tournament and the other team didn't, that you're going to flip-flop or something. I, I don't understand we, we this. We have seen the truth about the SEC tournament now. It is meaningless. Yes. It means nothing. So stop, stop putting all your, your eggs in that basket. I mean, if you want a better regional... Don't lose to UT Martin. Yeah. Don't lose five of your SEC series. Right. Don't lose to Don't Central lose Florida. to Central Florida. Yeah. Some I mean, that. that's what it boiled down to. Simple you lost five of your series. The the record looks good because in fairness you were able to sweep some teams and, and build up that 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 conference record. Mm-hmm. But you can't lose to LSU and A&M. that barely made it. You can't lose to A and M. Those are bad. A and M didn't even make it to Hoover. No, I mean that's uh, that you lose those two series, that's that's not even. And close if anybody says anything about Mississippi State losing to Missouri, well, that's why State's the seven and not the four. Right. If State wins that series against Missouri, they're the four seed. They're the four seed, and they're right on the heels of Arkansas for an SEC championship. Right. Exactly. So, also from Tucker Medlin, how would you rank last year's freshman DBs in the SEC, specifically Elias Ricks, Malachi Moore, and Emmanuel Forbes? Seems the nation, the national media loves Ricks and Moore, but forgets about Forbes. And I made that comment uh, this week, past weekend, or past week to to Brody Miller. He was talking about how the best cornerback duo in the SEC was clearly Stingley and Ricks, and I was like, I, I don't know, if clearly he's right. Yeah, as far as production is concerned, those Forbes two are those the two, guy. You know, uh, Emerson and Forbes are right at the top. Yeah. Um, and considering what Forbes was able to do as a true freshman was really impressive, and I don't think he's even close to, to touching his potential because of his body. I mean, he's still got some muscle to put on. Basically what I told Brody was, I would definitely take Stingley over Emerson. Yes. But I would take Forbes over Ricks. Yeah, yeah I mean, like I said, as far as production is concerned, no, Forbes, no. Forbes is one of the best cornerbacks in the country. Yeah. And uh, Emerson, you know, for all the jokes that people made about the video where he got burnt by Seth Williams, he was watch one of the, the top graded. Watch the whole game, and he was one of the top graded cornerbacks in the entire SEC yeah. last year. That's a bad moment, but watch the whole game. That's the only catch Seth Williams had in that game. Isn't yeah, it? people kept bringing that up, like "Don't run your mouth." Well, he won most of his reps. Yeah, so he got he got, he got, got beat on that one play. I just cornerbacks, uh, they have a hard time because. More often than not, you know, the the only time people are going to talk about them is if they're if they're getting beat or they or if they make a big play. They don't talk about them when they're shutting someone down because you don't see them. So, all right. 
Uh, Justin Strawn jumps in at a reasonable 2.30 p.m. I don't know what's up with that. He said he what? will he will eventually get back to it when school starts, and you'll start seeing his 3 a.m. stuff. How did he do something at 2.30 p.m.? I think he had these already done. Oh, okay. He had, him, he had his questions ready to roll. Gotcha. Uh, when Mississippi State has a poor performance, I often tweet things to try to keep things in perspective. The responses are often, well, less optimistic, to put it nicely. Why do I do this to myself? This is something MSU people do. They try to like get everybody to feel good about things. Just let them, let them, let them cry it out. They're crying all right. Oh, they cry a lot. If you, if you, if you really want to see uh, some crying or yelling or whatever... You need to come to the uh, 247 Sports message boards and look at our game threads. Get a, get a game thread. Get, yeah. I mean, come check out a game thread. It's, it is the worst. Christian McLeod's first pitches the ball were underway. Oh, my God! Why can't he throw strikes? Yeah, exactly. He's not, a, he's not an ace. So, uh, I'll answer this one question. When the FBI agent called Brian about the guy who switched seats on a plane, did the FBI agent pronounce hey, Dad, correctly? They did not, which is always nerve-wracking. Hadad. When you're talking to a government official, and they're going to use the intensely Arab pronunciation of your name. <laughs> it's a little nerve-wracking, I'll be honest with you. This is a good question. The 80s is full of PG movies that I have no idea how they got PG ratings. The worst example I can think of is Airplane, which had a bare-chested woman parade around across the screen. <laughs> is there a worse example for an 80s PG-rated movie that shouldn't have been? So PG movies back in the 80s... Were PG-13 or, or, or whatever. Or. Yeah, I mean, of course PG-13 didn't exist in the early 80s. They changed the rating system. And then and now PG movies are pretty strictly PG. By that same token, television which has always sort of been PG. Back in the 80s, you couldn't get away with anything. Yep. And now, I mean, never mind the shows. Look at the commercials we're seeing. Oh, you can't escape anything. I mean, you better just watch Disney Junior if you like, don't want Basically, it. like, can you not have sex? Here's a pill. <laughs> like, and the, like the commercial, like some old people sitting in bathtubs or something. Like, <laughs> God. Like, this is on television. And reading off five minutes worth, yeah, five worth of, of side, effects. side effects. It may fall you, off. You'll probably die. You might... You will definitely get an infection. <laughs> Other than that, though, Other this, than pill, that, though, is this pill will give you, you know, that ability. Oh. Uh, a worse PG movie. I, I have to go back and look. I don't know off the top of my head. I remember my parents telling me. My mom is, uh, and bless my mom's heart, she is a saint, just a fantastic woman, and um, I, that's why you will hear me keep things PG. On this show as much as I can. Right. Uh, they they apparently went to uh, see Smokey and the Bandit or something in the drive-in <laughs> theater, and they and, and my mom just couldn't take it. I think it was PG at the time or something like that. So, um, yeah, things have changed. Yeah, I'll let you do your commercials now. Yeah, let's let's. Well, we got one more question from uh, from Justin, and then we'll we'll do the commercials. Uh, rank these first movies of these franchises. Okay. Raiders of the Lost Ark, Star Wars. So the first Star Wars. Okay. Iron Man, Batman Begins, Harry Potter, and the Sorcerer's Stone. I get a feeling Harry Potter is going to be last for you. No, I actually like Harry Potter. Okay. I, I started watching that. Did um, you go to that while you were down in Orlando? Oh, absolutely. I've been there um, okay. a couple times. The, the number one is Star Wars. I'm going to let you take. I'm going to let you take that. So I'll take it, and then you, you will get your agreement here. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go Star Wars, Raiders, Batman, Iron Man, Harry Potter, uh, and we're talking Batman. Begins. With, okay. So the first Christian Bale movie. Okay, so that Batman, not yeah. the not uh, not, Keaton. not Michael Keaton Batman. Okay. No. Uh so you said I mean, Star I mean, Wars I mean, Raiders. Star Wars Raiders, Iron Man, Batman, 
Harry Potter. I might replace Harry Potter and uh, Batman. So you want Batman last? Yeah. See, Harry Potter. I, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of Dark Knight, Batman. Uh, to oh, be honest I, see, with you. I, am, I am. I mean, I like the one. But the Dark Knight is so much better than Batman. Harry Potter, the first one to me is the weakest one, and I mean, maybe it's because he's such a little kid. Yeah, that's it gets true. better that's as true. you go. Though. Yeah, I'm good with your rankings. Okay, so Star Wars, Raiders, Iron Man, Batman, and Harry Potter. All right, let's move on into the second half of the rumblings. That's brought. It's not even the second half though. That's it's brought to you by our good friends. We got a lot of questions. Yay! Uh, our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef who wanted to let me know that hey, that ground beef sale they're running. Let's keep that going. Two eighty nine a pound for ground beef, and that's a good price if you're just getting any ground beef. But this is Welcome Home Beef ground beef the best you can buy so make sure you're sitting over there and checking that out they had a great sale for that memorial day so you know keep those things if you, even if they're not on sale those items that you're selling the beef ribs i saw some great pictures our friend chad dacus cooked some beef ribs uh, last night that looked incredible uh, people were telling me all the way they uh, they've been getting the, the tri-tips the picanhas man these are all great cuts that you can get from welcome home beef also some new summer hours for right now just for just for the month of june thursday through saturday 10 to 6 that's when they're open so close monday tuesday wednesday sunday which means hey for postseason baseball they're going to be open head in there something to put on the grill while you're out in the lounge or if you're out tailgating they've got it all at welcome home beef call them at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com welcome home beef it just tastes good. That's good. That's very radio voicey. That's I right. like that. I like that. Two brothers smoked meats over on the uh, in the heart of the Cotton District, right there in the heart of all the action. Great patio. Going to be good weather this weekend. You want to get out there, pick up some food, eat it. It's delicious. Wings, tacos, sandwiches, burgers. They've got it all at Two Brothers. You just can't go wrong. And when you're at Two Brothers out there on the patio, enjoy a local beer. Enjoy. Uh, an ice cold craft cocktail. They've got a great menu of those over at Two Brothers for you. So head over there today. Head over there this weekend. Make sure it's on the list this weekend for you when you're for postseason baseball. Two Brothers Smoked Meat, Smoked Southern Soul Food in the heart of the Cotton District. Our good friends at Advantage Business Systems have you taken care of in both ways. So they've got a catalog, an inventory, if you will, of products, services, technology upgrades, everything your business needs to keep things running smoothly. And then when you purchase something from Advantage Business Systems, you get the assurance of neighborly customer service. They treat you like you want to be treated. That's what they do because they are a local business. When you're a Mississippi business and you're doing business with Advantage Business Systems, you know those two things go hand in hand. Call them today. Put them to work for you. Put them to helping you like they've helped so many businesses in our state. That number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. You'll find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Uh, let's see here. Will Gilmer. Glad to have him back. He doesn't ask questions as much as he used to. He's a busy man. A lot of cows. That's right. Best to worst manager props. Classy Freddie Blassie's cane. Paul Bearer's urn. Jim Cornette's tennis racket. Jimmy the Mouth of the South Hearts megaphone. Captain Lou Albano's rubber bands. And Sensational Sherry's huge eyeliner. Nice. All right. So, <laughs> all right. Captain Lou and Sherry is last. Those are the last two. Um, the urn is number one because it's it has supernatural it's all powers. powerful. Yes, exactly. Um, so that is number one. I think Cornet's two. The tennis Cornet is two. Yeah. I'm gonna say uh, Blassie's cane is three because it was used more. Yeah. As a weapon. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Hart's megaphone was used a lot. Yeah, but Blassie's Blassie's I agree. more. 
Um, plus, Classy Freddie Blassie, better than Jimmy Hart. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so that sounds right. So we're going to go Paul Bearer's Urn. Mm-hmm. We're going to go Cornette's Racket. Mm-hmm. We're going to go Kane. Blassie's Kane. Megaphone. Go megaphone. Rubber bands. Rubber bands and eyeliner. Eyeliner. Okay. That's right. All right. I like Although that. I love Sensational Sherry. Oh, I do too, yeah. Uh, Cal Brown. He and Ethan Foster were having an MSU baseball discussion, MSU uniform discussion. His favorite is the white M over S pinstripe. His is the maroon 85s. What is our favorite uniform for baseball? Either of the 85s are probably my my tops. Yeah. I really I just like the look. I just think it's a classic look. It's uh, nostalgic. To me, those are the best, but the rotation they have right now, you cannot go wrong. There is nothing in there that you can point can complain about. I am, when when there were the black uniforms, you had the yeah, pants, complaints. like people hate those. But any time, any uniform they're throwing out right now is good. I like the white M over us pinstripe. That's my favorite. Well, it's interesting you say that though. Like you think about, yeah, you know, everything's good in the rotation right now. Just think about the, like five years ago. Yes. And they had so many things that everybody hated. Yep. The digi camo, nobody liked that. The crazy pajama looking ones. Uh, the 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 maroon Zubaz stuff. I mean, yeah, it was just awful. They finally got it right. They finally realized look, we don't have to do what? that much. Just it's, let's go with some classic looks. Mississippi State baseball is about tradition. Yeah. So look at the traditional looks. That's what everybody wants to see. I love the state script. I do too. Uh, yeah. I love you know the any of the grays are good. So uh, right now that they're just in a sweet spot. All right. Ben Coker wants to know since I started with you. And now I've gone. I started with Bob Carscadden. I'm sorry, and we've moved to you. Is that a heel or a face move? Did I turn heel or did I turn face? You turned. You turned heel because Joel was a baby face. Okay. So. So I. It's, so yeah. Okay. There's no way that you could go. You got to. If you're going from person to person, and Bob's a heel. Bob was a heel. Joel was a white meat baby. Okay, face. you're. I agree with this. Uh, Joel. Joel is, is is Marty Janetti. I mean, he is. Yeah. He, he's... You so know, I, I put him through the plate glass window? Is that what you're saying? Yes. What an act of I, cowardice! I knew that was going to happen. By Coleman. Okay. All right. The Allegheny Boys Tennis Program. It's the whole program asking us questions. Nice. In pro wrestling, if someone gets thrown into the ropes, why can't they stop their momentum? They keep running after coming off the ropes, and about 80% of the time, they can't avoid a drop kick or a backdrop. I started watching it around 1980. I still haven't figured it out. I can tell. You haven't figured it out. Because it's scripted. It's 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 supposed to go that way. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Josh Patrick, who is the unsung hero of this baseball team? Uh kind of remains to be seen. Um I think Kellum Clark could get could get that role. Could uh, I would say maybe even like somebody like Houston Harding. To this point in the season, it might be Houston Harding. Yeah. Because he's kind of been you he's know bailed he, you out on some Sundays. He he gave you a great start. Every time he got it in the midweek, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know he did have that one bad start against Missouri, but and on Sunday games he's most games he's been really good. He's yeah. given you a chance on Sundays, and that's saved you from being a complete wreck because yeah. you just haven't had a whole lot of consistency yeah. from your third starter. So I I'd put him up there. All right, I can live with that. Uh, excluding Landon Sims, what bullpen arm do you trust the most? Houston Harding. Houston Harding, I guess, is the answer. There. Yeah. There's an ad in the middle of my mentions. Well, I mean, what is this? How does that happen? I have no idea. You must not use TweetDeck. I don't. You should. No. I, you know, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of the TweetDeck. Well, all right. Uh, Cy Leffingwell wants to know: 
On a scale of 1 to 10 or more, how would you rate the DJ at Duty Noble this year? Uh, six, good. seven? They've been it's okay. Been, uh, usually on point. One thing I don't like about baseball, and maybe it's just because you go to three games in a weekend, but everything is the same. Yeah. Like, the music you hear in the first, second, it's always the same. Yeah. It, it is it is regimented, and it's, yeah. uh, that's just kind of how, how I'm you also do. still upset that they didn't have Piano Man queued up and ready oh. to go for John Rice Plumley when he struck out. That would have been... That would have been. So I mean, it would have been hilarious. It would have been absolutely hilarious. Yeah. He's been good, though. I, I yeah. think I, I can't complain. All right, we've had this question many times, but now it's your time to answer it. What would your walk-up song be? Rosanna by Toto. What a fantastic choice! Yep, I've th- I've thought this out. All right, I've that I, that anytime somebody asks me that question, that's uh, it's it's easy. That's my that's my walkout song. All right. Brad Haynes wants to know the top three wrestlers who were never heavyweight champion of the world. All right, let's think about this for a little bit. I got uh, it's going to have to be cruiserweight types. No, no, it doesn't have to be. I got three right off the top of my Roddy head. Roddy Piper's number one. Roddy Piper. Um, Jake the Snake Roberts. Okay, Jake the Snake. I, I forgot that he was never right. the I'm champ. not counting the fact that he bought it. Ted DiBiase. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, did you watch the Ultimate Warrior yes. Dark Side? Yeah. It, it was interesting. I'd never heard that story that Jake the Snake was about to go on a World Heavyweight Championship run, yeah. and Warrior screwed it up. And he's held he's that ha- grudge that this he's entire ha- It's life. happened to him twice, Snake, the Jake. I don't know if you God, know this I, one. I, I they hate said that, man. He, they, had, they were going to put him against Hogan. Yeah. Like, we, we set it up. He like Hogan came out on the Snake Pit and got attacked. They wrestled on house shows, and everybody the crowd was chanting, DDT. Yeah. And so after they came back to the, 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 the curtain, Vince was there. He's like, Sorry, it's like I can't have people cheering against my moneymaker. You just I mean, we can't do this program. Oh, I mean, think about no like, wonder that dude had so many issues. Yeah, because he should have been. Oh, yeah, but but of course it might have saved his life if he had made world championship money. He might have. Oh God, himself, yeah, so. no. Well, I, I when I was when I saw this question, I was thinking, I wasn't even thinking, um, you know, about the top end like yeah, '80s, '90s uh, yeah. WWF guys. I was just guys thinking like Tito about Santana. Yeah, I, I was thinking Smoka about was never world champion. I was thinking about you know Dean Malenko and oh yeah, and guys like just great wrestlers. Yeah, that that weren't going to win the title, but yeah, those are three good choices. Yeah, okay. Uh, over under two fifty. How many accounts do you have blocked on Twitter? Ooh, see, mine is over. I think because when. Pr- I, when I get promoted tweets, I block that account. I don't want to see ads. Uh, I only I, I don't block that many anymore because um, I don't see as many spam accounts. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I might be under that just a little bit. I have a billion muted accounts. Yeah. In terms every, of like, every single person that comes in to my uh, mentions from another school that is just obnoxious i just i'd mute them immediately in terms of like fans it's it's way under 250 for me but in terms yeah. of blocked right but in terms of I, like I, there's a lot of corporate like i have like you know like tide and budweiser blocked because they promote <laughs> tweets and i just don't i don't want to see that so. uh robbie he wants you to give him the best high school players you've covered football basketball baseball Football would be either A.J. Brown or Jeffrey Simmons, which, unbelievably, I covered them in the same game. Yeah. Uh, and was able to cover them from 10th grade up. That's um, that I consider myself lucky to have done that. Basketball, oh, 
Tyson Carter? Robert Woodard, probably. Robert Woodard, that's a good choice. Um, at Columbus. And then uh, baseball, you know, I've covered a lot of kids. I mean, Austin Riley would be up there for me as far as, far as that's concerned in baseball. I mean, obviously, he wasn't in my area, but I I covered him in recruiting and stuff, so he would that would probably be um, one of the tops for me. Okay. Did you do baseball? baseball? I just said yeah, it. Yeah, I'm you weren't listening. I, I, I knew it. I, now that one, I was looking at your message board, though, so I'm sorry. Okay. I was looking at the note on Gabe Cavazos. He's, he's oh, there you go. Campus, so. um, Jennifer Haydad. Oh, does she usually join the uh, Rumble? No, but I told her that this is your first one. She should jump in. Okay. So uh, she wants to know who is your favorite Disney princess and what is your favorite thing to do at Disney World. So we did. She knows you just got back from there. Uh, my favorite Disney princess is it was Snow White. But since I have a two-year-old daughter, it is now Moana. Okay. Which is she a princess? Yes, yeah, she okay. is. I haven't seen that movie. Um, my kids sort of aged out. I didn't get to see Moana. Yeah, her her dad is the is the tribal chief. So uh, her dad is Roman Reigns. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, which I guess she would be a chief. Would she be a chief? I mean, she's a chiefess. I don't know if that's. A I word. don't know. Um, I consider her a princess. All right, that's fine. She's on the floats at uh, Disney World, so. Yeah. Uh, what was the other question? What's your favorite thing to do at Disney World? Oh, uh, favorite thing to do at Disney World. Favorite ride or what? Whatever you want to say. Um, gosh. I wish I would have had time to prepare for this. I feel so. Is it is it that detailed and explanation? Yeah, I love Disney World. We just got back. Um, I love, I just, I love the f- the moment you come around the corner on the monorail mm-hmm. and you see Magic Kingdom, like yeah, it was awesome to like pick my daughter up and show her Cinderella's castle, like yeah. when you're when you can see it from afar, yeah, like and just seeing her face for the first time, like yeah. for me as a dad now, my most favorite thing is seeing my daughter yeah. see exactly. these things, yeah, exactly. So that that's probably like I, I've I'm kind of moving past things that I enjoy like at the park itself. And I'm now like, I enjoy seeing my daughter see exactly, these things. Yeah. That's good. You're growing. That's right. I'm getting old. Andy Atkinson, the enforcer. Double A. Can either of you give a detailed description of Chelsea season up to now? I think you can. I could, yes. It, it ended with the Chelsea Chelsea being the champions of Europe. That sounds detailed enough. I, I, that's as far as we'll go then. Ugh. Chad Mask wants to know, with the recent transfer of Kareem Walker to South Alabama, should Mississippi State immediately redo the 2021 schedule and add South Alabama so that Kareem Walker can finally play at Mississippi State? <laughs> I mean, why not? This is only shot. Have we had anybody ask about how he's doing no, during the summer? not recently. Okay. So, uh, Jason and Flagstaff is a big wrestling fan myself particularly pre-PG, WWE, and the Flippy Flop Ballet. I like that. How did y'all get addicted? Is it a group thing, or were you all individual addicts who just... Yeah, because, man, I didn't grow up with Robbie. I'm, I'm no. older than him. We didn't live in the same town. It's just a coincidence there's this many wrestling fans on the beat. I mean, my dad watched it. That's how I got into it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I initially started watching wrestling. Mm-hmm. I just remember as a kid... Every Friday, going to the video store and getting the old WWF pay-per-views, you know, the 92 Rumble and things like that. And just, I just fell in love with, like, Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior 
And then uh, when WCW came around and got big, I was a big WCW guy. And WWF was kind of like taboo mm-hmm. at my house. Like, if it was me and my dad mm-hmm. watching, which we, we watched wrestling together. Right. We would watch WCW if my mom was in the room, yeah. and when she left, we would flip it to WWF. And I didn't have Raw. these problems as a kid because there wasn't what was going on on Raw wasn't happening on WWF right. back in the day. Right. So, uh, you know, it, it was it was really cool to simultaneously flip back and forth and see what was happening. Like that yeah. was that was one of the it, people great. just can't understand how awesome wrestling was during that time to go from Stone Cold Steve Austin spraying. Vince McMahon and all his minions down with a truckload of beer mm-hmm. to Sting coming out of the rafters yeah. and knocking out the NWO the with a bat. Like, every time you flipped over there, it was incredible. And WCW had the great wrestling. WWF had the great storylines. Yeah. Um, you know, you could, like, I always loved watching the Cruiserweights, seeing Ultimo Dragon versus Juventud Guerrero and uh, seeing guys like that, you know. Yeah. And then you flip over to WWF and you get to see, you know, Stone Cold's been taken off in handcuffs to the to the police station. And, yes. You know, that it was awesome. Like, it was just incredible. I'm supposed to be impressed you beat a guy named Juventud. <laughs> Norm wants to know. Just Norm. It says Norm's rumblings. Right. Norm. Uh, it wants to know my favorite accessory for the Weber kettle. I use a uh, the charcoal vortex when I make wings. It makes them really nice and crispy. Uh, and also, and you're a Sopranos fan too. Are you excited for the new show coming out, The Many Saints of Newark? Oh, is there a... They're doing a prequel. Oh, nice. So we'll see like Johnny Boy and, and Junior when they were, yeah. were mid, middle-aged. Is that HBO? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. That's so, going to be awesome. Yeah. And you'll see young Tony. Yep. Young, I guess you'll see young Ralphie and young Sylvia and all those guys. Paulie will still be middle-aged. <laughs> Paulie's my favorite character on the entire show, I'm going to be honest with you. My favorite line in the history of The Sopranos was what Ralphie said to Paulie. He goes, yeah, well, tomorrow I can be on time, but you'll be stupid forever. <laughs> that is a, there is no coming back from that insult. Just, all, Paulie gets up to try to, to take him down. What are you going to do? You got nothing to say. Uh, oh, all right. Uh, Jack Taylor wants to know our favorite winter Olympic sports. Evidently, he is a curler. Okay, I I, I like um, to watch hockey. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, I, I like to watch the ski jump. That's just cool. They're just, they're yeah. flying. Yeah. Um. When they when um, what, what was the speed skater's name? Apollo. Apollo, Apollo Ono. Ono. Yeah. I loved watching him. Race. Speed skating is fun to watch. Uh, That's, that that a, has got to be hell on your legs. Oh yeah. There's no doubt on your I ankles. mean, running is tough enough, man. Yeah. That Stay. that was always fun to watch. Yeah. Back then. Um. But yeah. I, you know. Curling can like, be fun to watch, but I can't get into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just really get into the to the Olympics, whether it be winter or summer. Oh, really? Because it? I, it's just like the national. You feel like thing. everybody's yeah. on the same page. Yeah, you know, like everybody. You might not know what's going on. Yeah, but everybody's Especially on the, if we're if we're playing the Russians or the Chinese and something. Yes, in my old wrestling the old communism is like oh i gotta crush them like i can remember back when i was a kid or in junior high i mm-hmm. guess it was was it oh four uh when they had the uh the gymnastics the men's gymnastics team like i, I didn't care anything about gymnastics in yeah. my entire life but i was like staying up till locked in on to see that. that i got you all right uh alexandra watson who's a good friend of mine wants to know if any, you ask anyone in my family, they will tell you that although I am the youngest sister, my sister Rosie, who is exactly five years older than me, is the baby. 
Does your family have any weird things that outsiders don't understand? I'm sure every family has a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, outsiders don't understand my yeah. family, period. <laughs> yes. I understand uh, Big Daddy. Yeah, everybody loves Big Daddy. Um, not really. Yeah, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. All right, she also wants to know, I know that Brian and Joel hated the idea of flying in a hot air balloon, but what are your thoughts? She is a member of the America Hot Air Balloon Chase Team, and she wants to know. There was a hot air balloon at Disney uh, Springs, I think it's called. It used to be downtown Disney in uh, Orlando. Mm -hmm. I really wanted to get on it, but I uh, ran out of time. So you would get on a hot air balloon? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Would you want a hot air balloon ride as a gift? I mean, I, w- I would be okay with like it. Like, if you're, if Big Daddy got you that for Christmas, like, son, I got you a ride on a hot air balloon. Yeah, I would, I'd be okay, okay with it. Okay, okay. I mean, it is kind of unnerving to think about it. Yeah, but, I wouldn't do it. Um, I'm scared of heights. I mean, they're so, like, I, I haven't heard of a whole lot of issues with them. I think that, That's true. You don't hear a lot about hot air balloon deaths. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not, the, not quite to the same extent, but airplanes are safer than cars. All right. That's true. That's true. The Mangum Cafe wants to know, who is the one team from the Arlington College Baseball Showdown that did not receive a national seed? That's a good question. Was there one? Okay, um, okay. so, so Texas. State, state, state got one. Yes. And Arkansas is the one that had an overall seed. That's right. And then you had Texas. They're, national, they're like the two seed, right? Yeah. Okay. Then you had TCU. They're like the five, yeah. I think. And then you had Texas Tech. And you were just talking about them. They got the eight. That's right. So that's so five one, of the six. Who? There's one other team that was And there. they must not be a national seed. Yeah, there's one other team. Because Arizona wasn't in the tournament. So who was the Tennessee other? Tennessee wasn't in the tournament. And uh, I guess that's it. So There's one more team. It's right on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember. Who was it? Who? Who could it be? Who? 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 It was Ole Miss. That's right. Ole Miss is not a national seed. Wow. 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 That's, that's hard to believe. It's kind of embarrassing when you think about it. And they went 3-0, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, R.J. Sweatman wants to know, will either one of us sign a petition to make it illegal to put ketchup on steak? Yes. I would. You got my signature. Set, set it up. Father's Day is fast approaching. Should we expect a card from the school up north? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's why I always say when they say, oh, you guys, it's rent-free. I'm like, let's cause dad doesn't charge his son rent. <laughs> kind of father would I be? Linton Gilmer, we're going to rank these... Uh, game-winning moments. Okay. All right. Q, buzzer beater against Baylor. Morgan William. I don't even say anything else. The Number one. Egg Bowl uh, 99. The 2013 Egg Bowl overtime. Urination simulation. And Elijah McNamee's walk-off. Morgan Williams, number one. Yep. No question. Yep. That's, that's one of the number one of all time in sports. Yep. Number two is 99 Egg Bowl. I agree. Number three is... Maybe 2013 Egg Bowl. I would go McNamee over. The The only reason I say that is because, to me, football takes precedent over baseball it, it, as much it, as... It does, but in terms of the, the moment, the, what it meant, we're talking about postseason baseball. Yeah, but the Egg Bowl got them a bowl I'm, game, too. I mean, and I'm not saying... And that game just kept them alive in a regional. Yeah, you're right, you're right. All now, right. in the grand scheme of things, you look at that, and the, your run to Omaha doesn't happen without that. No, so right. Joel would put that number two, probably. Oh, not over the egg bowl. I think he might. Not over the night. I think he might. He can't. I think he might. He has he has a lot of sentiment in his heart. He does. He does. Um I could go either way with that. I All right. 
let's go McNamee number three just right. to Egg just Wolf, to make everybody happy. four. Urination simulation number five. Yep. And Although, then Q. If we were ranking these by humor, it would be number one. Yes. And then Q. I mean, it's an NIT game. Yeah. So, all right. So the official rankings are Morgan William, 99 Egg Bowl, Elijah McNamee, 2013 Egg Bowl, Urination Simulation, Q. All right. Yes. Bryce, that's too much, man. I'm not giving you 10 things. That you can't. You can't. <laughs> I can't. It's too much. You got a lot on his mind. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Kurt wants to know. Robbie, are you a grill master, a weekend griller, or a wannabe grill master? Robbie can cook. Uh, I'm okay. Uh, I would I would say right now probably on the weekend griller list. Um, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not wood pellet guy or no, charcoal yeah, yeah. guy. I I have a propane grill which everybody will probably scoff at. But taste the meat, but, not the heat. But it tastes just fine, Robbie, to me, and it's and it's convenient when I have my hands full doing other things. Yeah. Um, just to pop that thing on and heat it up in five minutes. Yeah. Um, but I I've feel like what I, I feel good. like what I eat is good. Yeah. So whether it's charcoal or not, it's good. Damn it, Robbie. <laughs> uh, let's see here. He wants to know for me what will I miss the most from Joel? I mean, Joel and I just had chemistry. Robbie and I have will have chemistry, but I'll miss some of the the inside jokes that Joel and I have that Robbie and I won't. And he agreed with you a lot. Uh, but I don't. I don't need that. I don't need to be agreed with. I, mm. do, I, do I want to be liked? Do I have to be liked? That's true. Yes. You know? That's true. Uh, then he wants to know what am I most excited about? I think uh, Robbie will help me grow the show. Being over there on twenty four seven, maybe there are a lot of people on twenty four seven. They get all of their MSU news from from Gene's page. That's yeah. all they get. You know, and, and they, they have been for since the beginning. Years, That's I mean. what these are the people who are like, what channel is the game on? They don't know. So hopefully, maybe I can we can bring this this podcast to them. Uh we talked about the pitching Bryce over, but we talked about the pitching rotation on yesterday's show. So we get with that. Uh, Cowbell contender wants to know who is the men's basketball leading scorer next year. Molinar, probably. I'm gonna say Garrison Brooks. I could see that. I think I think uh, they'll, I, they'll, they'll, they'll 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 be pushing the ball to him down low. Yeah, I could see that. All right. A Swenson wants to know: Do you do any impressions? I do, but. They're either impressions that I don't want to do on the show because I don't want to offend someone, oh, okay. or there's or <laughs> or they are people you don't know. Okay. Um, I don't do any Dusty Rhodes impressions or any celebrities mm-hmm. uh, that much, but uh, I do have a few. Yeah. Alex Barham, we basically have already answered your questions, so we'll, we'll move on. Uh, another one from A over S. Can you give your take on the current landscape of wrestling? The podcast, as well as the sport in general, the oh, podcast is great. I love the podcast. Brandon does a great job. The sport, I mean, I, I Joel and I have basically come out. And we've come out and said we are AEW marks at this point. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch WWE hardly at all. I watch WWE, but I fast forward through most of it. Yeah, I watch the entire show of AEW. Yes. So I mean, it's 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 good in some things and bad in the other. Uh, let's see here. What is MSU? This is Miller time. MSU's all-time Oklahoma drill team. Two all, they need, we need two linemen, two D, a running back, two D linemen, and a linebacker. Okay. okay. So we want two um, O linemen. We want Pork Chop Womack, Dylan Day. I was gonna say Kent Hull. Oh well, if you're gonna go back that let's far, let's go yeah, back sure. that far. Yeah, sure. All right. I mean, those the two 
two big Bulldogs. nasty offensive linemen. Yeah, I'm good with that. All right, I want a I want a big powerful back here. So do I want JJ or, or Anthony Dixon? Uh for Oklahoma drill, I might go with Anthony Dixon. Okay, we'll get Booby. Two D linemen. Ooh, that's now that now is, I want two guys that are clogging things up. So I want Simmons and I want Fletcher Cox. Yeah. Okay. Because Chris Jones is a different kind of lineman there. And both of those guys are mean, too. Yeah, they're mean and nasty. And then a linebacker, a lot of options here. Errol Thompson's got to be in the mix for that, for something like this, like a thumper. If you're talking about Oklahoma drill, you want somebody that's going to thump you, meet you at the line of scrimmage, and stand you up. That's what you want there. Baron Simpson. I can see Baron Simpson. Bernardrick McKinney. Yep. Well... I might give Errol Thompson the edge over McKinney I want Errol Thompson. You're right. For this. Because I want some, yeah, to meet you at the line. Yeah. I think this is a perfect drill for Errol Thompson. All right. That's our, that's our list, then. All right. We've got a bunch of questions here from Shelby Beach. Let's go here. Uh, our, we already answered that one. Rank the following M&M flavors. Okay. Plain peanut, peanut butter, crispy, and brownie. I haven't had brownie. You know what? I'm a huge peanut butter fan. Peanut butter M&M is the king of M&Ms. Uh, I might go peanut butter one. Yes. Plain two. Sure. Crispy three, okay. Uh, brownie four, and peanut five. I'm fine with that. I'm not a peanut hater, but it's I'd, just not great. It's, it's, it's a chocolate covered peanut. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. need that. Right. Per your request, Robbie, rank your top five pies. Can I go with uh, a cheesecake as a pie? A cheesecake is a pie. Okay, well, some people will argue no, that. No, I will not be one of those people. Okay, so. I'm going with cheesecakes for some of these. Okay, that's fine. My number one pie Mm -hmm. is a, and my wife makes most of these, and she is an incredible baker. Yeah, I I agree with that. My, what I've requested for my birthday, I got it last year on a whim. I had no idea it was coming, but a um, cookies and cream cheesecake. (laughs) It is incredible. Uh, that's my number one. I want that. I'm going to go with um, strawberry cheesecake. Um, that's fine. Uh, chocolate pie. Chocolate cream pie? Yes. All right. Um, well, my mind's going blank. Now. Cherry? Apple? Apple pie, number All right. four. All right. And... Um, pecan. It's okay. Uh, that's not my. That's not my favorite. Peach. Uh, peach cobbler. Is well, that a pie? pie? That's not a pie. They make peach pies. Um. I don't know. I don't know what a fifth one is. Turtle. Turtle cheesecake. Yeah. Sure. Or just like regular cheesecake. You know. I don't know. Yeah, we can go with that. All right. That's good. Uh, what's your favorite thing to cook when you cook out? Um, my favorite thing to grill is. Uh, barbecue chicken. Your barbecue chicken is fantastic. Though. That's I found a I found a niche. Yeah, with that barbecue chicken, it's good. I it's cooked really it good. twice last week. Yeah, for me, I love cooking pork pork loins, the big whole loins. I got a million recipes for them. That's probably my one. Did you play Mortal Kombat? Absolutely. Who was your go to? Um, Scorpion, Sub Zero. We could we could have been the rivals. That's right. Mine was the arcade. Oh yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, the cabinet. I didn't yeah. have the the games on my console. Knowing your mom, you probably oh, would, would not have been allowed to have. That I would have had to hit hit that in the yeah. closet somewhere. Yeah, no one could find. Yeah. Uh, Steven Strawberry wants to know who. What is your favorite finishing move in wrestling? The walls of Jericho. That's a good choice. Nothing. Which wrong. I don't even know if he does anymore. Yeah. 
I'm just a Jer- big Jericho okay. guy. The Randy Savage elbow off the top rope. Yes. I mean, just, a, just everything. It's so good. Uh, Ace Winston says, not a rumbling thing, but can we get a moment of silence on air for Stan Horton and his family? Yeah, I, I read that he uh, had passed away, so we'll do that right now. We'll, go, we'll give you a, a few moments here. Uh, let's see here. Trey O'Brien wants to know, since McLeod and Bedner have consistently pitched better away from the dude this year, are there any plans to drive them to Tuscaloosa and back blindfolded so as to capitalize on the out-of-town juice? Might work. They've been uh, they've been the, You did the splits on that. It was pretty... Yeah. Impr- pretty uh, Hard to believe. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not like they're... You know, I've seen people say, well, they play more poor competition on the, on the road. Well, not really. I and mean, they've... They didn't do very well against Missouri either. So yeah. Uh, Trip Peoples wants to know if Joel Coleman was head coach, how would he use his timeouts? Conservatively. Yes. Well, he would use them in the appropriate time. That's right. As opposed to some. Jack Taylor wants to know: Will storming the field in baseball ever become a trend like we see in football and basketball? If you go back to the 07 Super Regional, they fans stormed the field. I think now it would it's it's less likely. Yeah, it just feels like it's less likely. They did it in 1992. And, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe after that, did they do it in 2000? You mean 98? What was happened that, in 2000? Well, maybe not 2000. Maybe it was not. I can't remember. There was not, another regional. 97. I'm pretty sure they did when when state won the regional. I'm pretty sure state. Yeah. 98. They they won the regional in College Station. So I would imagine fans did not storm. But the when field. was the Notre Dame? Oh, uh, after that. Off? Because I, I want to say that... That's well, that, was, that was to go to the Super Regionals, though. That's what I'm saying. So I don't remember if that... I wouldn't imagine they would have stormed the field after that. But I could be wrong. That video is on remember. YouTube, so I guess I could look. I can't remember. I, I, yeah. I do know that they did 90, and I was there in 2007. Yeah. So. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Ford Polk wants to know, what's the difference between partly cloudy and partly sunny? None. I think it's partly cloudy means it's more sunny than cloudy. And partly sunny means it's more cloudy than sunny. So they're just trying sure. to—they're just trying to be uh, positive <clears throat> on those days, you know. Yeah, I mean, I—I I just figured it was whoever. Because they was say that. mostly cloudy sometimes and mostly sunny. Yeah, that's true. Um, what's a question? I've answered this question, so it's your turn. What is a question you wanted to ask but you knew you couldn't in a post-game press conference? Just you know, sometimes whenever you know coaches or players are just obviously perturbed and you're just you don't want to. You know you're not going to get the answer, right? Uh, just ask like, why did you why did you do this? I mean, yeah, you know, like there there's certain times where you know, okay, just don't ask this question. Right. You're not going to get your answer. And uh, what are you, you know, so mad about? Yeah, I mean, it's that stuff like that. You know, wh- why did you make this decision? It's really it was really yeah. dumb. Like right. like Mike Leach going off on Joel that time. Whenever Joel the asked the timeout time thing, out. exactly, exactly. Uh, let's see here. Having watched the 2021 regular season, do you think the five-round MLB draft significantly increased the talent level in college baseball? I'm not sure I would have noticed the difference. I disagree with this big time. There is more talent in college baseball this year than ever before. I think why you might not notice the difference is because it's the level of play is increased for everybody. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so the so while there hasn't been, you know, it might not look like a significantly different. Everybody else has gotten better, so the level of play has risen up a little bit. I mean, if you look at the velocity that you're seeing from guys and the amount of guys that are throwing it, I think you would see that it has increased. But 
it's just hard to notice whenever everything seems kind of the same. Yeah. Uh, Hale State wants to know, have either of us completed a uh, food challenge of any kind? Have you ever been in a food challenge? The only thing I did that was kind of like that was at a church camp when, you know, you do really dumb things, uh, challenges and stuff, and we did a uh, the first person to lick peanut butter off of a plexiglass. <laughs> so that's, that, not, that's not good. I mean, I look back at some of the stuff you do at church camp. It's kind of strange. I, I believe that was one time at church camp. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I always had a girlfriend coming back from church camp, too. There you go. I, I've never like done like the restaurant food challenges, where like they say, like you do this, you want a T-shirt. But somebody once challenged me to a wing-eating contest, and I made them look like a fool. I can imagine. Yeah. We had, we had to eat 40 wings as quickly as possible. I ate them in 13 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> My mouth was like the surface of the sun. It was hot. Wings. I couldn't eat anything but sandwiches and ice cream for three days because I couldn't eat anything hot. It was just my, my mouth, the, the first layer of skin off the top of my mouth was gone. How it was just, your gut is the biggest Oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's not that big a deal. You have, you have an iron gut. I do have an point. iron gut. Yeah, that's true. Jason Neal Galt wants to know, uh, if State would have won one game in Hoover, would they be a higher seed? If so, would that have hurt their chances to get to Omaha? No. And no, I think it's no and no. First off, State's chances to get to Omaha, no, no, no. Playing Texas versus playing, uh, or not, I guess they're not playing Texas, playing Notre Dame versus playing, who, who's the 11 seed? Oregon? Not uh, a huge difference. Yeah. Not, an, not a huge difference. I don't think I don't think they would have jumped anybody no. if they would have won a game. No. Uh, and TCU won the Big Twelve. That's why they jumped up. Right. There. Right. Knowing that Leach's teams improved greatly from season one to season two, is it crazy to think nine wins is possible? That's a lot. That's a that's a that's a lot, but it is possible. I think that would be that's, that's the absolute best case. That would be there. probably the ceiling for me. Yeah. That that's everything goes the way you want it to. Yeah. Uh, last one here from Jason. Do you think we see a packed hump this upcoming basketball season? I think so. Yeah. I think so. It, it's, it's At some point. If, if they handle their business in the non-conference, the first Saturday conference game will be a big crowd. And they need to have like a, a Friday night basketball game before, before, game before SEC weekend. If they could do that to start the season, you know, yes. yeah, you got a great chance. I agree with that. All right, now here's one I know somebody answered. Let me see if – no, I'm sorry. Sorry, Joy. Somebody answered you. Uh, Caleb Joy wants to know. Rank these wrestlers, and it's Robbie ranks wrestlers. Okay. That's a good. That's a good thing there. Blue Meanie, Husky Harris, Hornswoggle, and the Boogeyman. <laughs> uh, what are we ranking them as? Or is this like these guys are good wrestlers? It's your favorites. Uh, in terms of who Blue you like Meanie them. is is number one the for me guy. just because of nostalgia. Yeah. Um, and then I would go. Hornswoggle, mm-hmm. Boogeyman, and Husky Harris. Husky Harris is completely forgettable. Yes. Rank these fruit sandwiches. Peanut butter and banana. Ooh. Two, two, tomato, cucumber, and watercress. Ew. And peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly is number one for mm-hmm. me. That's the go-to. Yeah. Um, tomato, cucumber, and watercress doesn't sound uh, very good. So that's last. So I'm going to put that last, and, and then I'll put banana. And- so, so today, and, and you know, I haven't done peanut butter and banana a lot, 
that might challenge PB and J for me because I like banana. So I'm gonna give like you a suggestion then. The the 76 station in my near my neighborhood. Yeah, they have a deli in there. And they have a sandwich called the Elvis: peanut butter, banana, bacon, and honey. And it's and it's grilled, correct? Yeah. Okay, but that is delicious because I had one of those at um, a place in Memphis. Yeah. That it was it's actually you know what Elvis ate. Yeah. And Oh my goodness, it's so good. Peanut butter and bacon is a great sandwich. I don't really care for the banana. And when you grill it like a grilled cheese, yeah, yeah. put some butter on it. Ooh, All right. and not due, healthy, but due to your GIF usage, what in your opinion is Stone Cold's best promo and match? His best promo is the one that made him famous. Austin three sixteen. Austin three sixteen. His best match is WrestleMania thirteen Absolutely. against Bret Hart. Those are no brainers. Yep. What antic? Also, it's got to be the beer truck, right? Yes. Yeah. Or the Zan- or the Zamboni, the he- beer truck, the Zamboni, and the fake gun. Yes, where he- when he made Vince pee, pee himself. himself. Or yeah. you could also maybe one more the bedpan. Yes, the sound the of sound that of bedpan, bedpan is incredible. It's iconic. Uh, I Adam Johnson. I saw Ric Flair make an appearance on Forged in Fire a couple of weeks ago. What is that? It's it's the show where they make weapons, right? What's Ric Flair doing on that? I, I don't. He needs yeah. a new brass. He needed a new brass knuckles to put down the trunks. I don't know. Would you, name a wrestler in a TV show you'd like to see paired together? I don't know. That was pretty random. Forged in fire. Yeah. Um, wrestler in a TV show. Um, I, I don't know. It, it'd have to be something I like see King Kong Bundy on diners, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> That'd be good. I would see some fat wrestler just <laughs> chowing down on some monster sandwich. <laughs> yeah, or you know, somebody for me like true crime. Yeah. Uh, I love true crime stuff. So like, I don't know if I want to see a wrestler on that though. They probably committed the crime. Yeah, possibly. Um, you know, or, or or somebody doing uh, you know, classic albums or something like. There's like there's a a nice. There, there's a nice mixture between wrestling and rock and roll. Yeah. So, you know, uh, somebody like CM Punk or someone doing... Uh, yeah, okay. You know, like uh, something on MTV. I or like that. I like that. Uh, Whit McAnally, what is your favorite Steely Dan song? Uh, Reeling in the Years. A good one. Better Fleetwood Mac song, Secondhand News or I Don't Want to Know? Um, I Don't Want to Know. Okay. Doobie Brothers with or without Michael McDonald? Without right. easy, very good. Uh, Rumblings Twitter. Oh, Joy. No, she that she, but she didn't get. There was two. Oh. You got to get everybody. Oh, you got to get everybody. I'm sorry, Joy. I wanted to answer. She tried. Your she tried. You got. You got to get everybody. I can't. I can't have it. Robbie learned today why I'm like this too. It's like it, people who answer these questions clog everything up, and it makes it difficult to find the questions. And I don't understand why you answer the questions if you weren't asked them. Like it, it's like you see it on the message board all the time. Somebody be like, "Robbie, can you tell me this?" And the first response is usually, "Not Robbie, but which yeah, bothers that, me for two reasons: one, they didn't ask you, and two, you're not Robbie. Well, no crap. <laughs> I never would have guessed that. Sixty-nine dog four twenty. <laughs> Sixty-nine dog four twenty. I never right. would have guessed that you weren't Robbie Falk. <laughs> Rumbling Twitter wants to know. Uh, inside baseball, Diddy Noble style. How is it determined which press actually gets to see the game from the press box and which ones have to watch the TV? I wish I knew the answer to this. I would have bribed my way onto the list by now. The answer is they do one person from each publication mm-hmm. um, 
from we each have, like we have too many publications at, right yeah now. yeah so i bet this weekend now that everything's sort of back to normal i'm back on the front row they'll, could they'll, be they'll, they'll could squeeze be. everybody in down there so you I know think. it's you know it's like claire and ledger Jeans Page, mm-hmm. Starkville Daily News, Tipolo Daily Journal. Yeah. So like it's it's mostly like entities that are written like a yeah. print or internet right publications. I should be down there though. You, you should know. fight somebody for it. I, I would be willing to. I'll fight anybody on that front row except. F- uh, I, yeah, I'd, I'd fight anybody. Even you, I'd fight. I might. I, I might not beat you, but you know, Joel is out now though. I should get Joel's spot. Well, no, he's gonna he's gonna have that spot. Mississippi State's not gonna push him out. He could go stand up over there with the rest of them. Uh, he's that, the, the, the not, press he's, box is left to right. It's media and then it's MSU people. He's on the MSU people side now. Well, his title is beat writer, right? They, Dale State uh, beat. No, no. Okay, no. You're turning on you're turning on your old. I'm gonna friend. say I'm gonna say something like you don't you don't belong there. Okay, That's, okay, all right. I'm not in the middle of this. All right, uh, here we go. Zach Cusack wants to know, the two of us starred a movie as ourselves where we've been body-swapped Freaky Friday style. What caused it? How do you fix it? Who's directing the movie? And who is the celebrity cameo? The celebrity cameo is The Rock. Okay. I don't, I don't know how we're getting him. We're just getting him. How well, he's going to be one of us, I guess. Or, or, or No, we, we go in each other's body. It's right, not, so you're okay. me and I'm you. Okay. So what caused it? It would have been some kind of magical, right? Yeah, uh, thing. Like it would have been so some like, kind of like we rock are wa- or some- we they, they for somehow we're walking onto the field, and a ba- a foul ball hits both of us. Yes. All right. How do we fix it? Got to get hit by a foul ball. Get hit again. by a foul ball. And again. We both had to be walking in the same yeah. thing together. Yeah. Who's That's- directing the movie? Not Christopher Nolan. I promise you that. That's going to be Zack <laughs> Snyder. Zack. Zack Snyder's Freaky Friday. <laughs> it's Quentin very Tarantino. Dark. It's, it's raining the whole... Quentin Tarantino! We're all going to die! <laughs> all right. Only made... We have a lot of these accounts where, like, I made this for the Rumblings. You can't just ask questions from your normal account? What's controversial about these questions? I don't want people to see it. All right, I guess not. For us only. What tag team duo would we want to save our lives? The Road Warriors. Yeah. That would probably that'd it's probably be the hawk best. Hawking animal will come to save us. Natural disasters. <laughs> what are they saving us from? The buffet? <laughs> Salmonella. Yeah. Keith Jordan wants to know. Beating Alabama in twenty fourteen to possibly win the college football playoff or beating UCLA to win the College World Series in twenty thirteen. Which would you rather have? He says okay. for him it's the twenty thirteen World Series. My thing with this is you have a guaranteed national championship yeah. with UCLA versus thing. you're going to go. Play I Ohio don't State. think they would have beat Ohio State. Yeah, so I would go with the. I would go with knowing that you're going to yeah. win a national. If championship. you're telling me that they're going to win the national title in 2014, I'll take football. Now listen, you can argue that the benefits of making a college football playoff are greater than winning a national championship in a sport that is non-revenue for most teams, right? Because the result of that is you are a you. You're in the top four, and on the biggest stage of college football, in, in a sport that's making millions and billions of dollars, you can't argue that. But right. from a from a Mississippi State perspective, the people that are sentimental to Mississippi State baseball, I think you're going to go with the national championship. I, I, and not only that, like you said, if I'm guaranteed a national title, I would definitely take the football. Yes, but it's I mean it's, it's you're just going to the playoff. 
I don't. You're going to play Ohio State that won the national title. Yeah, you're not. I don't think, I don't think they're going to beat. Them. I don't think they're going to beat them. Yeah. Uh, another account I made for the rumblings. Can we have a new segment called "What the Fault, Hey Dad," where Robbie asks Brian to explain an unintelligent call, comment, or circumstance? We could we could work that in. Oh, my mother listens to this. That's, oh, okay. It's kind of well, close. It's close. It's close. It's close. All right. Uh, let's see here. Now we're getting into some stuff from the morning here. Uh, the Alabama Slammer. This is hardcore Holly is, nice. is tweeting at us here. <laughs> Have either of you ever tried a durian smoothie? What's the most exotic fruit you've ever tried? Ever had durian? No. Durian is a fruit that evidently smells like garbage. Like rotten, nasty, day-old-in-the-sun garbage. But it's delicious. It's how weird. That I don't know how it works. I don't know how something that smells that bad can taste good, but people tell you that it does. As far uh, as tasting or having an exotic fruit, there's I haven't had much. I've had mango. Yeah, kiwi. Papaya. Yeah. I've, I've had a dragon fruit. I haven't yeah, I I think I actually have had that. Yeah. Um coconut. I love coconut. Yeah. So. Uh, let's see here. Uh our good friend Rob Hadaway wants he's got some questions for you. Let's just go ahead and get it out of the way. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? One, because you can you can find you can find a weakness in that one and just focus I, I in on it. Totally I don't want to have to focus on a one hundred of them around me. A hundred duck-sized horses, you can just kick them. I don't know, but they're going to be coming from all areas. You're just kicking from all areas. A, a horse-sized duck is terrifying. And yeah, it can fly. It, well, I mean, do we have weapons? I don't know. Or do we have to fight with our fists? I don't know the answer. Rob Hadaway, rank the following camels. Dromedary, Bactrian, Sopwith, and Clyde from Ahab the Arab. I'm upset that Joe Campbell didn't make this. Clyde would be number one because... Yeah, because um, Ahab the Arab is a classic. Right. I, I, lo- I love uh, that. Right. And what was the other ones? The Dromedary, the Bactrian, and the Sopwith camel, which of course was a plain yeah, okay, just whatever on that. I yeah. don't know any of I think we got to go dro- dromedary is the most common camel, the one-hump camel. Okay. The Bactrian is the two-hump camel. and then But the Sopwith camel is also, you remember, that's what, that was what Snoopy's plane was whenever he would pretend to be fighting the Red Baron. Yeah, sure. So let's go Clyde, dromedary, Sopwith, Bactrian. Okay. All right, we're there. This is a good question for you. Alfin at work, some random person I don't know will reply to an email I've sent with, thanks, Bob, despite my email address, alias, signature, etc., all clearly saying Rob. This has also happened to you. Do people randomly turn you into Bobby? Yes, they do. Bobby Falk? Yeah, I have Blaine Whitehead. Oh, yeah, Coach Bob. That calls me Bob Falk. Bob, Bob Falk. He addressed me one time and Sounds said, like I'm going, I am going to call you Bob Falk from here on out. Sounds like a senator. That's, senator Bob Falk. And I know Blaine's, I think it's Blaine. Blaine is listening to this right now, I'm sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Bob Falk. There you go. Gil Mancling with one of his patented t- pick two, leave one. Here we go. Burritos, enchiladas, and tacos. Um, I'm going to keep the burritos and tacos. Okay. I think I'm going to go with you on that. Beach day, pool day, lake day. I'm keeping pool day and lake day. I don't like the beach. I don't like the beach at all. We're we're in. I don't agreement. like sand. Very good. Red, white, and blue. Hmm. I'm gonna go with red and white. I'm gonna keep blue and white. Okay. Because red is the color I associate with Ole Miss the most, even more than and powder blood. blue. Yeah. Godfather two, Terminator two, and Aliens. 
Well, Godfather Two is definitely staying. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably go with Terminator Two. T Two. I never was a huge Aliens fan. Right. Last one: pork rinds, boiled peanuts, and moon pies. Pork rinds and boiled peanuts. Well, pork rinds and moon pies. I'm yeah. not a big boiled peanut. I never really got into moon pies. Bold peanuts was like my childhood favorite thing when watching a high school football game. I got you. That's a good question from Brian CTP, but somebody answered it, so I can't answer it. Oh, myself. sorry. Can't do it. Come on, people. I, I, got, I mean, I just don't know what to tell y'all. I uh, got 26 likes, too. I know, I know. Good but question. one person was dumb. Who was this person? Stone Dog. I mean, you did it yourself. Oh. Zach DePriest, you're going to enter in a cooking competition. You have to enter. You have to. I, oh, never mind. This is five things. Come on, guys. Like, what are we doing? He's just asking, what would your meal be? Yeah. Uh, you don't but an appetizer, main dish, two sides, and a dessert. I don't know that I can cook all that. Yeah, sure you can. If I'm putting my if I'm putting my wife into this, can, mm-hmm. can she join? Because we're yeah. To oh yeah, that's a good call for the desserts. My wife. Okay, so yeah. my appetizer would be a. Chicken and tater tot casserole. Oh, that has um, cheese and some ranch mix in it. Yeah, uh, it is phenomenal. I think you can put some bacon in there as well. Um, my main dish is going to be a steak. Okay, I'm going to cook a ribeye steak, mm-hmm. and it's going to be medium or medium rare. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my two sides will be a sweet potato and green beans. Okay. And the dessert will yeah, be a cheesecake. All right. So here's what I'm going to go. I'm For an appetizer, do wings count as an appetizer? Yes. All right. I'm going to do some of my uh, my crispy smoked wings. Um, my main dish, I'm going to cook, uh, I'm going to do some of those, those beef short ribs I like to do. Okay. We'll do that with some, mat, with some uh, roasted potatoes and uh, homemade mac and cheese. Well, no, you know what? Beef short ribs, I need a salt. I'm going to make, yeah, we're going to do mashed potatoes. I, I make good mashed potatoes. And then for dessert, I'm not actually going to use my wife, although she's a great dessert cook. The best dessert I, I know is my friend Alex Watson's blueberry cheesecake. Heavy breathing intensity. Yes, so that's where we're going. She's handling the dessert for me. That sounds like a plan to me. That sounds like next Saturday night or something. There you go. Dalton Lee. Joel Coleman had a great pickup line from Melinda Gates. Did you hear it? What did he say? He said, You've already tried the Bucks. Why don't you come be with a stud? Nice. I thought that was fantastic. What would be your top pickup line to win a billionaire heiress's heart? Well, mine would be something similar. Like yeah. you, you've lived the life of luxury. Yeah. Why don't you <laughs> don't try live living the life of, of of mediocrity? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I mean, I can offer you something that that life didn't. Yeah. Why don't you try? Which is nothing. It, it, it didn't work out. It didn't work out that way. Why don't you try the other way? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, what do you offer somebody like that? I don't I mean, know. You, just, you have nothing like, to give. I, like All I have I to will, give is I, my heart. Like as long as as long as I'm allowed to use your bank account, I will do whatever you say. That's right. Yeah, you you will have complete control of this life. Wherever you want to go eat, darling, we're going there. I will wash your feet. Yeah. Just let me live in your just house. Let me live in your. I mean, think about that guy who married uh, Jeff Bezos's ex. He was a school teacher. Oh yeah, unbelievable. Now he's worth like sixty billion dollars. That's incredible. That's a good. That's a good day's work. If dude fell it. forward better than Brandon Walker did. What the hell do you mean by that, Robbie Falk? <laughs> rank the Zach DePriest. Rank these historical events in the order you wish you could have attended them in person. Some of these are quite different than the other. I'll just put it this way: there's a there's a wide gap between the 1980 Miracle on Ice and Creation. 
<laughs> There's quite the large gap. I think I'd like to see that first. <laughs> Yeah, that's just me sitting there in the void, and all of a sudden you hear, you know, in the beginning. I mean, what? That's a hell of a place. What is to be. that? Like, all right, God, any moment now, let's get some light here. Imagine just standing there in the void, all of a sudden you hear, "Let there be light," and there's light. Like, I'll be damned. <laughs> that would quite, be number one. I that's think number one. I think for number sure. two would be the parting of the Red Sea. Yes, I'll um, go with that. So we'll, let's, we'll go. We'll go with God in the first yeah, two. Let's do that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine being the person who's like, I would really like to be at the Miracle on Ice <laughs> over creation. <laughs> oh, oh man! Uh, Declaration of Independence would be number three for me. Yeah, and then, I, I would love to have been at the Boston Tea Party. Yeah, it's just um, messing the British stuff up. <laughs> and then the Miracle on Ice. Okay, event. wild card. I, I've um, always said the same thing for this. It's like I, when they roll back the stone, Jesus. I want to see. Okay, so let's just put. All right, let's just put. We're gonna we're gonna make sure stuff. we're not wasting our time with religion. Yeah, we're let's gonna put religion sure at the top. It. Yeah. Okay, so let's put. I actually might put Jesus ahead of creation. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. Which yeah. is which? Because I mean, creation, if I is. if I saw the resurrection, I would just go ahead and be like, okay, obviously creation happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I'm, we're gonna go with the we're gonna go we're, with the three religions. At things, the right? moment Christ rolls himself out of the tomb, that's where we're gonna be. <laughs> I want to be sitting there, and be like, all right, yeah, there you go, there, there's Jesus. All right, I, I, I did I, all those years you're going to church. They made sense. Maybe even put it on Snapchat. <laughs> like, look at see? this. See, you bunch of atheists. <laughs> all right, and I think that no, no, I'm sorry, we got a couple more here. Uh, Ryan Sims, what is your favorite genre of, mu- of music and band at the moment? It's nice to be able to have another music fan on the pod, since Joel T. really kind of left Brian hanging a lot of those discussions. Joel That's T. Right. not a great music guy. Me, me and you are on top of this. We went to Omaha, and I don't think we ever changed no, a we just song let, on your Spotify. We just let it play. And we really enjoyed that. Um, my favorite genre of music is classic rock to rock. Mm-hmm. So... And I consider that anything from 70s into the maybe even mid-90s at this point. Yeah. Uh, and I love alternative, 90s alternative. That's probably my number two. But classic rock, anything from 70s into the 80s is is my go-to. All right. Uh, and then our last ones here come from our good friend Corey Pilkington, who said he felt obligated to work you over on your first day here. Where is it? It's not in my mentions. Oh, because he only he only tweeted at me. So even better, you have no idea what's oh, about to come. Here we go. God, he, he's just done with me. Here huh? we go, Corey Pilkington. We all know Robbie Falk is a notorious front runner. I have no linked question. I just wanted to say that. Welcome back, Corey. I have not. I haven't talked to talked to Corey or interacted with him in a long time. Corey Pilkington, can you get Robbie to talk about his basketball playing day so he can post his b-ball picks? I just feel like everyone should see how happy you'd be if you were on the other team and you knew if you were playing against Robbie Falk. He actually looks like he should be bullied. I would have swatted a <laughs> basketball down your throat. Corey. Last one from Corey. Try to post up on me, Corey. See what happens. Do you think Robbie is a good example of how if you're mediocre long enough, eventually all of the talented people will leave and you just so happen to be the shiniest turd? Now that His is, mother heard that! Now that is probably the most truthful thing he said in the entire uh, rambling that he had right there. The middle part, I, I, I feel like we need to play one-on-one at this point. <laughs> 
We need to make that happen. Maybe even fight. Yeah. All, All right. right. That's that for today. Great edition of the Rumblings. We God, appreciate it. What was that? that? An hour and 45 minutes? An hour and 36 as we're wrapping up here. All right, so tomorrow's show, a lot of regional preview, plus we'll talk about Arkansas. I may line up an interview for that as well. Uh, we'll talk to somebody from Arkansas and get an idea of what the Hogs are going to look like in 2021. Until then, for Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.